0: Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Welcome to another episode of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. Are you a survivor or are you a thriver? I think these are the questions that we often need to look at. In which way are we working through our journey, through our struggle, through our strife, through our life? In today's episode, I actually talk about what it is to be a survivor burst what it is to thrive. Take a listen and see what you can learn from this episode in Overcoming. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I would love to hear more about what you think on a review. Thanks so much for listening. All right. So, as I mentioned, super fun, but maybe not fun, on topic today. Um, and it, but it's something that I learned about a long time ago, unfortunately, and maybe learned about it in trial by fire, so to speak, uh, and grew up in it, and knew lots of people in it, and still do on some levels. that, well, in this past year, definitely recognize that I've met more and more people in this. Um, the state of survival. And why am I talking about surviving versus thriving today? And what in the world does it have to do with food and eating and weight? Well, lots of things. You know, what we know, and I'm going to explain a lot more during today's call, what we know is when our body and brain moves into survival mode, everything changes, everything from how we think to how we feel to how we act to how we sleep to how we eat to how we take care of ourselves. Our emotional matrix shifts when we are in survival mode. And anything that changes our emotional compass changes how we eat changes our relationship with ourselves our food our surroundings our environment during times of crisis chaos and traumatic experience we do enter survival mode 2020 i saw more people in survival mode than i've seen in my entire career because it wasn't just my clients in the past in private practice it was my clients walking in and sometimes their parents walking in in survival mode but in 2020 on the initial stages of 2021 for many people the reality is is we're just coming out of the freeze we're just starting to thaw and not all of us are thawing what i mean by that is when we move in survival mode we move into fight or flight we can move into freeze patterns and so what we know is that during 2020 and the pandemic and the fear that that created and what was happening in our country and the world and the media and people around you and your health and family members' health, that I saw more elements of survival than I've seen in my entire career path. Normally, our prefrontal cortex, the front part of our brain or our thinking brain, handles executive problem-solving organization Emotional regulation, critical thinking and decision making. So if you're not in survival mode, if you haven't had significant trauma or you weren't living in 2020, I don't know anybody that wasn't. The truth is, is that prefrontal cortex really dictates and determines where we're going and how we're going. So it makes our front brain really work. It it, it handles everything for us, so to speak. From emotions, to organization, to problem solving, that prefrontal cortex works, and it works beautifully, right? It's where we can organize our food. It's where we can carry things out. It's where we can feel just a little bit of stress and not go overboard. It's where we can feel a little bit of frustration and not, you know, be beating our hands on a desk. So in normal circumstances, that prefrontal cortex works it thinks logically rather than emotionally and it produces a well thought out response or action now that's what happens outside of survival trauma when we experience trauma like a pandemic or continued trauma like losses death divorce rape abuse etc the survival gra- brain grows brighter it gets bigger It reacts impulsively for self-preservation. Executive problem solving skills are dimmed in the interest of immediate safety. That's what's happening in our brain in survival mode. So we're not really thinking through what we do. It really is what we do in the moment. You see how that could affect your food. It can be hard to know when you're in survival brain. And in 2020, what was so interesting to me, and and like I mentioned, for some people still in 2021, is that all of us were functioning in survival mode. I've never seen a collective brain function like that from what you're getting from what we were getting from the media, from people around us, from our own health, from fear of what was happening in schools or kids or I mean, there was so much going on from what I call a collective brain that we were all were walking around in survival, all of us, even the people that were most astute on this, all walking around in survival mode. And the reality is, is it, is it changed us? It changed us. And for people who have also lived through other facets of survivorship, the truth is it may have brought back some elements of PTSD for people. It compiled that. It made things worse because you had the PTSD from before and then the survival brain kicking up now. Some tip offs to know if you're in survival brain, just so you can recognize this and to see if it's still you now. As I mentioned, some people are still fine. Others haven't thought at all. So lack of focus. If you can't focus, things are foggy, it's hard to finish an activity, you feel like kind of nothing matters and you can't kind of get to the goal, it's a brain tip-off that you might be in survival mode. Changes in memory, having a harder time remembering things that happened through the day, that can be a survival mode. Fatigue in the mind and the body can be a real tip-off that you're still in survival mode reacting more emotionally than usual. So this could be like where you stub your toe and you fall on the ground, rolling around in circles, right? It could be where you might normally be teary. You're sobbing uncontrollably reacting more emotionally than usual. Neglecting basic needs like brushing teeth, exercising, changing your sheets, doing laundry, keeping yourself clean. Saw a lot of this, especially in the first three to six months of the pandemic, we saw many, many people that had moved into this. And some people really equated that to depression and it can be a facet of depression, but it absolutely can be a facet of survival, being in survival mode, being in trauma. And finally, being impulsive, spending excessively, eating more, engaging activities you don't normally do eating things you might not normally eat, and in general, just jumping into things before you think about that. Now, adolescents and children, their survival mode shows up a little bit different. And they, although we are not unlike them in many respects, they may withdraw or isolate from others. I've seen plenty of survivors do that. They may have trouble trusting others. They may be jumpy or more on edge, they may zone out or lose focus. If you're tracking anything around ADD or ADHD, it is skyrocketing for our teenagers and children right now. And the more I read, the more I recognize that it really can be a facet of trauma. Well, we know it's a facet of trauma, but it really can be a facet of what's happened to their brain during the pandemic. For us as adults, if you find yourself choosing the path with the least resistance, Oh, I just want it to be easy. Oh, I just don't want to do anymore. That's an element of survival mode, of being in that survival. Experiencing lack rather than abundance. So what I mean by this is when you look at the glass half empty, look at what you don't have, look at what's missing, look at what's not happening, as opposed to looking at things that you do have what's good what what do you you know what what's extra in your life right what's amazing all of those things are the abundance parameter now i know many of us have a hard time with that anyway but if you do that more than ever or it's becoming worse that can show you that you're in survival mode complaining and blaming others for your circumstances right this is the shame blame thing and that can be an element of survival mode, feeling inauthentic and stuck and fearing failure and viewing it as a sign that things are going wrong instead of seeing it as a necessary part of success. Now, those last couple are really interesting to me because I can't tell you how many people I talk to that actually say all of those things. And they don't recognize that that's an element of being in survival mode. It's, and it's not just for 2020. 2020 although obviously we've seen things escalate. The truth is you hear things from people all the time around that. When we don't address that we are in survival mode, when we don't know that we're in survival mode, we can do all sorts of things in not recognizing or being aware of who we are and what we're going through. Trauma can come from, right? So, so you move into survivorship because of trauma. And trauma can come from a lot of things, a lot. I mean, most people think of things like rape, abuse, house fires, you know, whatever, losing everything. The truth is we know that little teas or little traumas can come from the most mundane things, but can add up radically to move somebody into survivorship. So changes to routine, right? That can be a move, uh, a change in job they can change our routine and they can bring in what's called a little t a little facet of trauma disruption of school right for many people that happened in the in the last year being disconnected from family and friends so moving away from family and friends or in the case of covid right many families were not seeing each other many friends were not seeing each other and and some still are not there's a huge element of trauma that happens when that happens. When you lose a loved one, obviously there's a facet of trauma. When there's some emotions that exist from civil unrest, those things happening bad in the world can create trauma, right, racism, things that are very violent, heated, aggressive can create trauma, bullying, and a financial unknown. Those are all things that create trauma. What I mean by financial unknown, and a lot of this happened in COVID, but I've seen it happen before, People didn't, if they lost their job, they didn't know where their money was coming from. It's a financial unknown. It absolutely impacts people, moves them into survivorship because that's a trauma. People don't recognize that, but it's a radical shift in being. And being in survival mode, again, impacts how we eat, sleep, shower, how we take care of ourselves. Do we act impulsively in our food? Do we just throw everything to the wind and dive into the pantry. Because being in survivor mode, when you don't have the prefrontal cortex, will absolutely make that happen. And if you don't recognize it, it's really hard to understand why you're doing what you're doing and or fixing it. Eating can radically be impacted because there's lots of impulsivity in survival mode, right? So you can eat impulsively, you can buy food impulsively, It's rare that I find that people exercise impulsively. Um, There can be compulsive exercise, that's different. It's rare that I find somebody who's never run a day in their life, who pops on their shoes and goes out for a five mile jog. It can happen, but it's rarer. More likely you see the impulsiveness come in somebody imploding and being in their bed all day. There's no forethought or pre-planning as the cortex is not engaged, and being an emotional reaction all the time will shift your emotional patterns. A lot of times stress eating will show up when someone is in survivor mode. So you don't just have to play victim to this or play small or think it's just gonna go away. If you recognize that you are in survival or have been in survival and haven't recognized it, there's, a, there's some things you can do to help yourself. So first and foremost, you don't have to stay stuck in it. Be gentle and kind to yourself. Recognize first and foremost what you've been going through. I can remember when I learned about this concept of being a survivor back in graduate school. And I remember sitting in my counseling psychology, graduate level counseling psychology class, and learning about this and learning about the changes to the brain and recognizing it and then Well, anybody else out there who has a psych degree recognizes that, you know, then you're kind of hyperanalyzed under the microscope. And I totally recognize that I was and had been in survival mode the majority of my life up until that point. And one of the things that really helped me was learning to really be gentle and kind to myself, to treat myself with some grace and some goodness, because it really goes a long way. Moving your body that feels good. So exercise, right, can be a great way to release energy and endorphins, but you've got to make sure it's something you enjoy and something that feels good to you. Because if you, it doesn't feel good, if it feels punitive, if it feels terrible, if it feels stressful, it's more trauma. And I find so many people do that, that they're in survival mode and they're like, but I just have to go out for this run because I have to, because they said I had to, because I need to do it but I hate doing every step of the way of it. Well, that's not being kind and gentle. And it's certainly not moving your body in a way that feels good. And it creates another trauma. So recognizing that you need to move your body gently as well in a way that it wants to. If it feels like it wants to run, if that feels healing to it, then go for it. If it doesn't, find out what does. Reach out for support, call a friend, FaceTime, you know, see if you can take a walk with a friend, like get support from other people. And here's one of the biggest things I learned way back when that helped me tremendously, still does, if, I, if I'm moving into a facet of, of survival because of things that are going on, and I did a lot of this during COVID, was practicing grounding techniques. And some days it's just slow deep breaths a couple times a day, It's connecting to what's physically in front of you. And it's really orienting to where you are. It can bring your brain back to baseline. Other times it might be listening to something that brings me back to the moment. Those things can really help. And then prioritizing self-care. Just the basics. Get enough sleep. Eat enough, but not too much. And I know that's easy to say but it's true, right? Focus on your macronutrients, focus on that protein and that fiber so that you can make sure you're balancing your blood sugar. Put on new clothes in the morning, find things you enjoy. Even if it's a 20 minute Netflix show or 10 minutes in a book that you love, give yourself a moment to laugh and enjoy the moment. Life is really not how you survive the storm it is how you dance in the rain surviving means to continue to live or exist while thriving can be defined as growing up or developing well to prosper or to flourish you can see the radical difference in surviving versus thriving in thriving we focus on positive emotions engagement with others positive relationships, meaning and accomplishment. So moving into thriving can help open and expand us, move us out of impulsivity or compulsivity and bring us back back into the prefrontal cortex where we can think and organize and move forward. It's important to recognize if you're in survival mode and how it's really impacting you. How are you reacting? How are you taking care of yourself now? Because the reality is, is that's what's determining your behaviors. You can move into some positive emotions by doing things like gratitude journals, engaging with healthy people, creating meaning in your life by doing volunteer work, or giving to others. But first recognizing that you must give to yourself in kindness, grace, and generosity. Because without you, As you are, the world does not exist as it does. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.